0: Welcome to Warrior for Christ. Hey, I'm Mark, a producer of faith-based content and a humble servant for Jesus Christ. Today, it's Christmas, and during this yearly get-together where we all gather to celebrate Jesus' birth, I wanted to bring up how God is essentially everywhere present. He's with us through our festivities, during times of great joy, amidst periods of sadness, and remains ever-present, not only in our lives, but alongside our entire family, too. I'll reveal scripture on this topic, but first, let's talk innovation and design. God created this reality, and everything in existence originated from His authority. He invented time, and it was so. Imagine planets, and they were so. Designed creatures, and let them grow. The very essence of life itself was spawned by His majesty. From material to immaterial, from what's visible versus invisible, whether physical, spiritual, or emotional, or as seen in this life or the next, all fall under his glory and radiate omnipotent power. You could call this the blueprint of universal conception. Genesis 1, 1 through 5 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning the first day. God's handiwork isn't just all around us, it's within us too. He breathed energy, animation, and life into our individual bodies. Faith, hope, and love, sentiments crafted by him. Breath, cognizance, and sentience, all possible because of him. Siblings, parents, and children conceived and provided by him. Past, present, and future, the timetable that's unequivocally his. Every single thing, including these specific concepts and the brain waves receiving them, are only achievable through Almighty God's creative hand. Ephesians four four through six says there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. Jeremiah twenty three, twenty three through twenty four says, Am I a God near at hand, says the Lord, and not a God afar off? Can anyone hide himself in secret places so I shall not see him, says the Lord? Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? Genesis 28:15 says, I am with you and will watch over you wherever you go, and I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I have done what I have promised you. Matthew 18:20 says, For where two or three gather in my name, there am I with them. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 says, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Psalm 139, 1 through 18, you have searched me, Lord, and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise, you perceive my thoughts from afar Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Think about the love we have for our relatives, such as our parents, our siblings, our children, our grandparents, and other extended family. How about the love we have for our friends, our classmates, our colleagues, and other lifelong companions? Well, here's a fascinating notion. What if all these relationships are just derivatives to a much greater love that emanates from Jesus Christ? What if our earthly familia are just an extension or a tiny fragment of a significantly larger portion, which can only come from our all loving creator. He's the one who created emotion, so our understanding of it is certainly limited. While we're still walking this earth, we probably won't be able to fully comprehend the depths of its capacity or the purest form of its power. So we need to just put our trust in him, the author of worlds, the great architect, the initiator of all things. Ephesians 5, 1-2 says, Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children, and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Romans 5, 8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. 1 John four sixteen says, And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God, and God in them. 1 John 4.19 says, We love because He first loved us. Now, it might seem impossible, but God loves us more than our parents, our brothers, our sisters, and our children combined. Nobody loves us deeper, understands us better, cares about us greater, or is more devoted to us than God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit. In fact, the love we share with family spawns directly from that tender trinity, who gleefully gave us kinfolk to lean on, to seek help from, and to cherish. Psalm 127, 3-5 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. 1 Corinthians 11.3 says, but I want you to realize that the head of every man is Christ and the head of the woman is man and the head of Christ is God. Genesis 1.28 says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Hear ye, hear ye. If you seek God, his love will find you. If you open yourself up to him, he'll eagerly enter. If your heart is pure, he'll hear each and every prayer. In all things, ask God to sustain you, to provide comfort, and to give you hope. Psalm 55, through 23 says, Cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous be shaken. But you, God, will bring down the wicked into the pit of decay. The bloodthirsty and deceitful will not live out half their days. But as for me, I trust in you. Isaiah 46.4 says, Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. I have made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Jeremiah 29, 11-13 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. James 4, 8-10 says, Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Psalm 100, 1-5 says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name, for the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Psalm 16, 5-11 says, Lord, You alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful ones see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Those who allow Jesus' influence and authority over their lives will surely be guided, strengthened, and protected by Him. Even when things seem insurmountable, anything is possible once you turn it all over to Christ. He will give you a warrior spirit and shield you with His love. Psalm 18, 32-40 says, It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You make your saving help my shield, and your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. You provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles do not give way. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them so that they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You arm me with the strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight, and I destroyed my foes. Psalm 3, one through eight says, "'Lord, how many are my foes? "'How many rise up against me? "'Many are saying of me, God will not deliver him. "'But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, "'the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord and he answers me from his holy mountain. I lie down and sleep. I wake again because the Lord sustains me. I will not fear though tens of thousands assail me on every side. Arise, Lord. Deliver me, my God. Strike all my enemies on the jaw. Break the teeth of the wicked. From the Lord comes deliverance. May your blessing be on your people. Psalm 23, 4 through 6 says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Joshua one nine says, "Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go." Psalm forty six one through eleven says, "God is our refuge and strength, an ever present help in trouble." Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall unto the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. And with that bold declaration, I say this. Never stop fighting for truth, even if that means standing alone. And always remain courageous as a warrior for Christ.